Simon was to write a poem about your feelings and you totally didn't do that. And now you're thinking you're wooing everyone and it's weird. Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're back. Yay! Sarah's back. Woo-woo! Yeah, even though I will say I listened to the episode last week and it was very entertaining and good. I really enjoyed it. Ah, oh, that's really nice to hear. We missed you, but it was fun to do it with Justin. He was very... Um, he really, you know, he knew he had big shoes to fill Sarah and he really like jumped in and he took notes and he really watched it. I was really impressed with how he embraced his co-host uh, responsibility and he didn't want to let you down. And I, I, I it was, was very so cute. Do. It was yeah, so he was, cute. He's cute. And then I couldn't, I, were you laughing when you heard about how it only took me like seven minutes until I actually started hinting to him about going on The Bachelor? He was like, I knew it. He was it. like, oh, come on. I know. You're like I, I tried. I couldn't help I myself. Know. I know. It was so fun, and it was really interesting getting the guy's opinion on it. Yeah, I found that to be interesting. I wondered almost if we should bring Justin in every so often when we have a controversial episode, if we need a guy opinion, because he was very. It was funny. There were things that I really wanted to dig into that he was like, I didn't even think about that. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? You know? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Totally. Well, so we missed, so we didn't really do an episode the first week, which was really my bad. It's, I will say like the Tuesday nights of The Bachelor really is messing me up because then I don't, I don't really get to watch till Wednesday or Thursday, usually Thursday when I want to upload and I'm trying to watch it. Um, And then I'm, I'm jet setting around the world starting on Friday. So it's quite difficult when the episode doesn't upload until Thursday, but I watched this week. We don't want to get in your way. (laughs) And I'm excited to debrief. Um, So should we just get into it? Let's just jump in because it starts out with this issue that carried over from last week that, you know, Jamie caused all these problems about Michelle's character and the whole thing with Joe. And she's talking about it. The guys are scratching their heads. You know, everyone's wondering who spoke to Michelle. Um, I think for me is I... I was curious when she came down and was like, does anyone have any questions? A guy didn't stand up and be like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. But eventually Rick does get to that point, jumping out of order. Ah, I know, jump out of order. I'm totally doing a total thing right now. What I should have started this whole uh, episode with Sarah is just to say, I know Justin and I co-hosted and did the first two, but was there anything from those first two episodes that you wanted to share in terms of your reflections? Like just a light, high level um I did like take notes um you like the guys just general did you like the guys what'd you think of Michelle I like the guys I think she's got a good group of guys and I think she's weeded out the bad ones pretty quickly yeah um I feel like the group we have right now is a strong group okay um I think the main thing I've taken away is like Michelle is just everything of the sort like her presence the way she carries herself, like, mm. it's so, like, magnetic. You can tell everyone is really infatuated with her because she's so, like, strong and confident, but she's also so nurturing, too. And I feel like that's a difficult 
balance sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I really, really like her. And I like how she kind of speaks and controls the room. And I think something I just noticed throughout the episode is I feel like even when she was kissing the guys, she was constantly leaning in first. And I think yes. it's because the guys have so much respect for her and are like intimidated to do it. So yeah, that's, that's kind a really of- good point. I never thought about that. I noticed that she was leaning in, but you're right. That's that, that could be why. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. So anyway. should we get to the first group date? Yeah, first group date. Um, I uh, it's like the uh, flight of the Top you? Gun one. Oh, uh, so I wanted to ask you: Did you ever see Top Gun as a movie? No. no. Ah, that was my first question as I was watching. I was like, I wonder if Sarah's ever seen Top Gun. I can't believe I've never watched it with her. Nope, never seen Top Gun. Could be a fun, a fun thing to watch. Um, you know, I thought it was so funny that you know they came out with their top tent, top gun looks. You know, with their, yeah, uh, you know, so, all strutting. So yeah. Um. So it's a competition day, and you know they start off getting their nicknames, and you just know yeah. this is this is this is gonna go awry. Um, yeah. Martin pulled Michelle aside to see how she's doing. Impressive. Which I I thought I thought too impressive. And then I remembered that he was one of the talkers. Ah, and I was like, is this? Is Maybe this, he's a little worried that it's a little about worried something. Nervous. Yeah, something might yeah. get back. CYA um, moment. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Um, but I do think he was genuine. But I think that maybe there was like an additional motivator to doing that. So- um to talk to you about Martin for a second because he there he's one of two guys on the on the season who have has frosted tips yeah what do you think of that style and that look? I don't like it no no you're a 25 30 year old man you got frosted tips I know aren't you embarrassed like come on <laughs> come on I know I know I know yeah I don't like it I think it's something eighth graders do with their lacrosse team is what I associate prostitutes. The two guys have it. And it was interesting too, but a, a Caucasian guy and an African-American guy both have the frosted tips. So it's like interesting. I was like, oh, it's like two and only 30 guys and two of them have it. I was like, that's a new look. Okay, so moving on. The whole thing that I thought was fascinating about the top 10 was the whole simulator thing. Like, yeah. Why are you saying top 10? I don't know why I'm saying top 10. That's a top gun look. I don't know why am I doing that? Um, you know, I thought the motion thing was super dumb, but it was just an excuse for something. And so the motion thing, I thought it was a little dumb. It's like just, this is yeah. a weird excuse to get people to say their feelings, but really- I would have been vomiting my guts out. That is, that was the worst nightmare for me. I was nauseous watching the guys in that thing. That is not yeah. my thing. And- anyway. <laughs> um Peter Dog. says his thing in Italian. Willie says his thing in Spanish, which makes Peter mad. That's yeah, kind of the of precursor. And now we have a fighting section of the day. Yes, of course we do. Our favorite thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And we you don't get like a Willie versus Peter moment. And it's just so classic. And Willie wins the whole date. Yeah. Yeah. And they share like a, I don't know. I don't think there's anything here. No, I don't really think so either. I mean, it was fine. I, you know, I, 
there, it, it was fine. It was a cute idea concept yeah. for the date. It was fine. They get, I thought um, the nighttime was more interesting when she had one-on-one time with people. Yeah. I thought we got to know some of the guys a little bit better. I, yeah, I so, liked Clayton. What yeah, I like, yeah. So I, I noticed in the cocktail party, they kind of showed us Clayton. I have, I burned down cocktail party. Clayton, cute moment. Nate, cute moment. Yeah. Her and Joe, cute moment. Yeah, feel like we just saw the- Clayton, Nate, and Joe. Yeah, and then I said, feel like we just saw the top three. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, I literally in my notes say Clayton, cute. Nate, cute. cute. Joe, cute. Then I said, she's got to get rid of the boys like Peter and Will. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Literally. Uh, like, I was like, it's just so clear to me the, the discrepancy between the boys and the men on this season. Um, yeah. So, and you know, and I don't know if it's just me too. It's like, I'm over the bullshit. It's like, I'm a viewer now who doesn't have a lot of patience for this. So maybe it's just multiple seasons of watching it. Maybe it's you and I debriefing on a bachelor for the ages and really getting a little bit more analytical about the behaviors we see, but I'm just like, I'm over the bullshit. I don't have a lot of patience, you know? Yeah. It's like Willie and Peter fighting again. Yeah. Will, yeah. Right. Will throws like P- Peter <laughs> puts on Will's jacket that he won. Yeah throws it in the pool and now the guys are like I thought it was such a testament to like Rick like Rick is a little odd to me but I think he's such a good guy agree I'm with you you and I see it so similarly like and he's like I just he's like I don't want to be on dates with Peter and Will anymore and that was such an interesting thing to say like they were so worried that these antics were going to ruin Michelle's time and ruin their right. connection with Michelle. So I like that. Right, right. Um, Martin gets the group date rose. Um, yeah. Which, congrats. I feel like yeah. good choice. Yeah. And and they have that little dance with the quartet, you know, their yeah. little, that was fine. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a huge not, Martin fan, but, yeah, but it was fine. Whatever. Yeah. And then Rodney, of course, during all this gets the date card. And then, yep. so what do you think of Rodney? I don't know. I don't. I think he's got like top seven written all over. I think this good one on one is going to carry him to the top seven. But when push comes to shove, it ain't going to be Rodney. I, <laughs> I agree. I'm like, he's a nice guy. I have in my notes, but, and she even makes comments about like, you know, can we move this from the friend zone to the relationship zone? They have that whole truth and dare. And yeah. And I, I did, I did really like when she kind of said her biggest fear is being complacent. And he was like, nothing about you is complacent. Nothing about you is average. Like it was very yeah. sweet, but like I just can't get over the guy. granny Smith apple thing. I think. Yeah. I, that, and I just don't think, I just don't think, I don't know. I think maybe he's just too nice. I don't know. There's just something about him. And also the other thing no is edge. The whole thing about running around. Yeah, no edge. And he's running around naked. And let me just ask you this question. What is it with guys? Guys like just strip down. They don't care. They're so I know, but what was naked. like, what was he supposed to do? Like, I feel like Michelle, like the producers put him in that situation. Do you uh, know what I mean? I guess so. I just am like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was a good, you know, good comment. He was growing on me. Same thing. I think he's too nice. No edge. He gets the rose. I understand. I'm with you. You and I see, see, like we're, we see each other. We see each other. We're so many thousands of miles away, but we get each other. <laughs> yep. Um, the second group date with the, with the, with poet, the B team, with the B team writing their poems. Yeah. Jamie um, does some. That wow. was weird. What did he do there? What was that? That was, uh, 
that was the the nail in the coffin for me on Jamie right there. I'm like, you that was the nail in the coffin. No, I mean, <laughs> his coffin was nailed long before that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I don't know. He's just, it was so weird though. Yeah. I have to say, I have a really, I'm going to share this and this is bachelor for the ages right here. Cause this is your 50 year old mom talking. I fell asleep during the second group date. That's how energized I was by it. So I what think, is that? I, I truly think you didn't miss anything besides <laughs> her and Brandon have a connection. And I think uh, right now I'm calling my top four as clean. I have my top four written too. Okay. Should I go? Should we do this right now? We're doing it. We're doing it. I mean, we're not locking in. We're not locking in, but preliminary, okay. preliminary. Okay. I'm thinking Clayton, Nate, Joe, Brandon. I have Clayton, Joe, Nate, Rick. Okay. 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 Interesting. I could, I could see, I could see Rick. I, I could see Brandon too. Like, I don't know. I don't, I remember I fell asleep during this inter their interaction. So maybe I missed something on Brandon that you saw that I would put him over Rick. I have to admit, I didn't see their full interaction. I wanted to go back, but I didn't. So I'm sorry. I will pay more attention to Brandon next week for sure. <laughs> no, I think stay. Rick and her, I think Rick's a, a good call. Okay. Right. Um, but rose ceremony time, were oh, you up for this one? Yes, gorgeous. The dress, I know. <sighs> Stunning. I'm <sighs> loving her looks. I'm loving her looks. Her style. Mm -hmm. She's so, she's just so pretty to me, prettier to me than she was on Matsy. She's gorgeous then, but I'm just like, yeah, no, I agree. She's just in, she is looking great. Um, and I was super impressed with how Rick handled Michelle. Before Rick, her and Nate have like the cutest moment ever. Oh yeah. But they're like yeah. running. I just love them. Uh, I mean, I kind I of like, that's my top four, but I kind of think it's Nate's race to lose at this point. Yeah, you do. I do. I think she's like pretty smitten with Nate. Yeah. But we'll see. I do love how Rick handled it too. I do. And I love Nate, even Nate's reaction to certain things. It's like, he's like where I think Joe is a little bit more guarded in things and will hold back his reaction. Nate, like you see like on like side camera stuff, you'll like, he's like, thinks something's like full of shit or whatever. He'll be like, yeah know, reactions yeah. which makes them very personable and likable you know yeah I agree um so yeah but I just did I did think the Rick thing I just thought he was so smart the way he handled that and was so honest and genuine with her which kind of gave up you know then she kind of then the whole Jamie confrontation happened and I just like the way Nate showed up in that and Rick I just thought they were all really good yeah um, I loved when Nate called over Jamie and all of a sudden and it's like dude like what happened like why did you think that and Jamie's just like tripping over himself yes. like, what do you think the viewers at home are going to think about and Nate's yeah. like why are you talking about viewers like I know I know and like Rick handled it it was like finally like I've been screaming yeah. at the at my laptop like someone say to her none of us thought that because once someone says that Yes. she knows it's this person and it eliminates the whole tension the whole yeah. thing it's like a lift to yeah. all of them there 
Um, and then it's like, I, I had to laugh, like, because Jamie even had that comment on the group date. Did you know, were you asleep where, where he was said, like, Michelle's in spring break mode? Yeah, I felt I was. What was that? <laughs> so Brandon gets the group date, Rose, and Jamie oh. calls over a producer and is like, we need to talk. Like, how am I competing with Brandon? Like, I feel like Jamie, uh, I feel like Michelle's on spring break mode. Like, the, I just expected the quality of men here to be higher, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so I just don't think he was a good egg. And it's interesting because his like job is like biotech CEO or something. And I'm like, mm. yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. If you were a biotech CEO, I just don't feel like you'd have time to go on The Bachelor. I know. I know. I don't, I don't. There's something really off with him. I think he's promoting himself. Just the way the whole poem thing went, he was telling a story like he wanted to show that he's this amazing public speaker or you're not leading your company. Like this is about your poem. It's like, I don't know. It's a classic narcissistic behavior. Totally. Totally narcissist. It's like, you know, everybody wants to hear your great story and you're going to enlighten everyone around. No, the assignment was to write a poem about your feelings and you totally didn't do that. And now you're thinking you're wooing everyone and it's weird and that kind of shit that makes sorry that makes me think of like why people fall into cults and stuff and when i see those characteristics in people it really freaks me out yeah sorry. i'm with you i am with you yes yeah. Deb. say it what louder for the people on the back it was really odd behavior and yeah, i agree bye, I feel bye. Like... bye bye I will bye not bye hey, you know what michelle said bye bye michelle bye. wasn't keeping around any antics and I'm like here for like the antics are gone the creep of the first episode was gone Jamie's gone Peter's gone yeah you're right so many times I wonder on these seasons why are these bachelors or bachelorettes holding on to the villains for so long are they that they cannot read people enough that they know like what is the deal and now here we have a bachelorette who's like I see right through you or I just don't like what you're bringing to the table you out yeah yep it was good and what I liked so much is I feel like Jamie from the start it was like when Jamie got his one-on-one card he was like this is going to be a really interesting thing like to see how we fit and every time he was talking he was like I'm not nervous for this group date because this is Jamie this is just time for Jamie to show he's being Jamie if anyone I know talks about themselves in the third person not as a joke it's going to be a no for me it's going to be a no for me (laughs) good I love that it's so weird it's such weird behavior and you heard on our our podcast last week when he made that comment about you got to be able to live on the edge of life if you're going to be with me I'm like okay Jamie you're such a big man like I know I know oh my god the edge of life I don't know I can do it give me a freaking break yeah yeah totally totally like please it also like that's just like not like that, that statement is so problematic because it's like, I know you, the biggest thing about being in a relationship is compromise. And you're literally just saying like, you don't compromise ever. Yeah. Well, because he believes truly that anyone who's with him is so lucky to be with him, that their life will be better to follow his track. I'm also in a Facebook group and this girl like posted pictures of like her she's like with him selfies and she's like this guy's always all around the bars and I forget what city it was whether it was like wherever city he's from she's like I see this guy all the time at the bars and this was like before the first episode aired 
so I like had already seen his face so I thought he was going to be probably like, a little odd but I wasn't expecting what yeah. really happened yep yep that was like the big storyline on this episode I was comfortable with who she kept I you know she Me sent too. home Peter Malik you know she's I was surprised by like a couple of guys at the very end there I thought I don't even know them how does she know them enough to send them home but she did but I'm happy with who she has left and I continue there was one guy I'm blanking on his name I think it started with but I think it opened up about his son to her yeah and why did she let him go I don't know that one I was confused about too I can't remember his name I wrote surprised by her last choice of who she sent home but I couldn't remember his name and I was like looking for it and I he was like a good looking guy and was yeah. very nice. There's I two was- guys that look exactly alike though. They're like, um, I think one of them's name is Casey. One is like a motivational speaker. One's the guy who got so excited when the poet came in. He was like a little oh, kid yeah. in the candy store. Yeah. And one yeah. is like the guy that narrates a lot of stuff, but is like monotone. Yeah. Don't know the difference between the two. They look exactly alike to me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? I don't know. But yeah. So there's another week in the books, I guess. Yeah, girl, we pulled it out. Can't wait to post it. Yep. Me have too. you back. Yep. Can't wait we'll to. Looking forward to next week. Previews look good. I'll be watching. It's going to be good. Yep. Previews do look good. What's interesting to me is I feel like a lot of the drama that was in like the this season on The Bachelorette has already happened. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, yeah, there's some more stuff though there. It'll be good. She's in that hot pink dress that, oh, I guess she. There's one scene where she has a real breakdown. I don't think we've seen that. Yeah, yet. I don't think we've seen that either. But I don't what know. Do you I just... think about uh, the big breakup in Bachelor news, Katie. Oh, Katie and Blake. Blake. Yep. Not surprised. Not surprised. She still loves Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, bullshit. I still don't believe I saw right you, that. Do you know who the next Bachelor is or no? No. Do you? Okay. Should we know? They announced it. I think I saw a spoiler on it. It's from, they announced it before Michelle's season even started that it was a guy from Michelle's season. And I've had a gut feeling who I think it is the entire time. And I think it was confirmed. I'm not going to say anything. Why? Because I think I I saw something, like I was scrolling through TikTok and I, and something popped up about it. Oh, we don't do spoilers on this show. Yeah. I was like, great. Thank you very much. TikTok. Uh, Jeez. but it's the person who I thought it was gonna be so I was of course like <laughs> you're happy too early to tell okay because maybe he's for a good it's interesting because we always go to that point in the show where we're like we want them to be the one chosen or we want them to be the next bachelor or bachelorette because we want to watch their I season. think I think we're gonna be happy I think he's per- like I think we're not I think he's not the one we want to be chosen but we're gonna be happy with him okay yeah and staff. I think it's like a, that's what that's as soon as I as soon as he walked out of the I was like this is the guy because I was like I don't think Michelle's gonna pick him but I think we're gonna I think America's gonna love him oh who could it be who do you think it is I mean I'm not this is all Joe? kind of just me spitting out whatever Joe I don't know okay. I'm not gonna confirm anything <laughs> okay all right we'll see all we'll right. see All right. Well, thanks for listening to Bachelor for the Ages podcast. We'll talk to you next week.